views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants and no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host John DePietro. All right, here we go on this Wednesday. February 19th. Good morning, one and all. It is I, this one. Your fearless radio servant. It's the John DePietro program as we kick things off on uh, what should be a very, very eventful night, as a matter of fact. And we're going to, uh, we have a great program in store. You're welcome to be part of it. Folks, this portion of the program, as we kick things off, and uh, just for the record, I had. Uh, a little dental work done yesterday. I have the best dentist in Rhode Island. Um, but my tongue is still a little sore just because they were in there. And then, So if I, if I sound a little odd, I can feel it now as I'm starting to talk that my L's are starting to roll a little bit. Just know that Juan has, uh, I have not started early uh, by any means. I'm not, you know, it's not like I've already, uh, my goodness, he's starting a little early in the day for something like that. Is that what's going on? No, that is not what's going on. No, not at all. It's just uh, because of that. And I'm noticing it now as I'm starting to talk a little bit more. But anyhow, it should be fine. This portion of the program as we kick things off is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Folks, call them today. If you're ever in an accident, it's Kenny, it's Patricia, it's your vehicle. It's West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340. Keep their phone number handy. And then if you're ever in an accident, and it can happen, simply pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company, the original, the best, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They're right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. You can depend. You can on West Fountain Auto Body. Well, folks, good morning. Again, phone lines are open on the John DePietro Show, 401-766-1380, 401-766-1380. You can email me. Juan, do you read your e- I do read my email, john at dipietro.com. Uh, visit the website. That's the best thing to do. Good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. I like to hold up uh, just so everyone can see it on Facebook. We're going to change some of the wording also. I'm always amazed at things that then uh, people don't pick up on. But anyhow, um, visit petro.com And then if you want to listen, go to the website. You'll see my uh, nice logo. And then it says listen live. And you can listen right there. Wherever you are, you can listen to the program right there. And as I mentioned, um, we do a Facebook Live. People certainly enjoy it. I, I am uh, humbled at uh, just how well the Facebook Live does. It just continues to do uh, incredibly well. And uh, good morning, John Brasco, and a lot more. Let me just, uh, I like to run down, do a little bit of attendance with many of uh, the people that enjoy tuning in on Facebook. Again, if you have a, um, here we go, if you have a Facebook page, just find my page. Hola, Chris Moran. There's Wolf. Uh, hola, Ryan. Um, for uh, just find it, it's John DePedro Show on Facebook. And folks, remember you can get your original Rhode Island magnets. Someone asked me about it. Said Juan, you haven't been pumping that as much. All right, you're right. I've uh, been distracted. Hi there, Janet. Hello there, Kevin. The magic wand is on. I like that. 
Okay, you know, Kevin's very good with uh, rhymes like that. The magic wand is on. Uh, but you get your original Rhode Island magnets at Bory Graphics. Trump rules the road. Trump uh, RI 2020. And uh, everything coming up. Well, folks, tonight, and again, I want to um, start off. Phone lines are open, 766-1380. Hi there, David Lomas. There's Jim McDonald and Arthur. Um, I want to start off. What, what's happening right now, as much as, now tonight, I'm telling you, for good theater, and if you follow politics, wherever you're listening right now, what, what's happening right now, it, it, it's very, very significant. What is happening with the political landscape and I think you're going to see it on display tonight as much as I am looking forward to it. And, and I recognize some people are saying, Juan, I'm a Trump supporter. Why are you telling me to watch it? Because I'm telling you, you have to see what the other side is saying. Tonight at 9 o'clock on NBC, someone sent me an email. I'm never watching MSNBC. All right, then you don't have to watch MSNBC. It's on NBC. But there is a debate. They're in Nevada. Saturday is the Nevada caucus. And this will be the first time that former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg, who, by the way, has come under incredible fire, extreme fire. They are the the last seven days. The Bloomberg campaign has really been like a pinball machine where they're constantly reacting to things from his past that are breaking. And again, he he uh, obviously very big, six, six, uh, successful business person. Uh, Sixty billion dollars is supposedly his worth. The guy is brilliant, and he was the mayor of New York City. And how popular? They even changed the, basically the rules and the guidelines within New York City to allow him to do another term as mayor of New York City. So, and sometimes, you know, that may have been his strong point. But the last seven days, former New York City Mike Bloomberg has just been getting hit with all these things that have been coming out, and he's popping up in the polls, and tonight... I'm telling you, it's going to be very dramatic. We're going to see him on stage in the debate. And Saturday, just so you all understand, this Saturday is the Nevada caucus. There's another debate next week in South Carolina. Now, Bloomberg is not part of this. His strategy was enter the race on Super Tuesday. And then next Saturday is an election, and it's in South Carolina. So Biden is in free fall. In fact, to me, the Biden campaign is over. I know some people are saying, well, you know, he could still rally. When I watch this guy, there's, there's no way. He, he just doesn't have it. Um, he should not have run. I don't know who pushed him to run. He can't even do an interview. And the Biden people, he can't go out in public where he starts calling people lying dog-faced pony people or whatever the hell that is. I don't even know what that meant. New Hampshire was a disaster for him. Finished fourth in Iowa, fifth in New Hampshire. They're trying to say that South Carolina is his firewall. At one point, Biden was expected that he was going to win Nevada because Nevada has a lot of union support there. And he did have union support, but it's eroding and it's eroding fast. Um, you know, voters are fickle. And if they feel that someone is, you know, it's a losing train like the Titanic. They jump off into another candidate. That is just the nature of it. And right now, the Elizabeth Warren campaign, she is cutting ads. She bought huge uh, television ads in South Carolina. I think also Nevada. They've cut that. They're cutting staff. The money is drying up. I think after this month, I don't, I don't think Elizabeth Warren makes it to Super Tuesday. Maybe she does because now why would she continue? If she feels there is a state she's doing well. You then try to leverage that 
maybe get a speaking uh, position at the convention or use, hey, listen, you know, if you want my endorsement and I did this and that and blah, 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 I'm going to bring my people over to you. You know, depends on the candidate. That could be worth something. And so they try to use it to leverage whatever it is that they're looking for. Maybe, maybe something in a new administration. I don't know. But all the talk has been about Mike Bloomberg and that he is gearing up and popping in the polls. And he's going to be the guy to stop Bernie Sanders. But there's a new discussion that's taking place right now, folks. And that is, and I can't believe I'm going to say it, but... This um, this thing could be over. This, oh, here we go. Patrick Anderson. All right, I'll get to that. Rhode Island Convention Center investigation update. JCLS Executive Director Frank Montanaro has arrived at the King County Courthouse to testify before the grand jury. Well, let me tweet out on that. I have info. He and Leo and Leo... Skenyan go in front of the, sorry folks, uh, grand jury. Um, grand jury today, as well as um, at least one person from the RI Convention Center. Okay, so that is significant. Sammy the Bull has uh, arrived. I'll have to see if Channel 10 has, uh, Channel 12, excuse me, who's been uh, great on this. They have footage on this. Uh, Let me just check. Again, I apologize. But listen, that's the way it goes. Oh, Leo Skenyon is there. Oh, there we go. So there's Leo as well. Wow. Here we go. Uh, Will Frank Montanaro take the fifth? He might. He might take the fifth. We're going to, if they pay attention, they're going to know whether or not. Will Leo take the fifth? Uh, Chief of Staff Leo Skenyon is there. Will. Leo, take the fifth. I, I, I don't know the answer to that. Will Leo take the fifth? Folks, I apologize. Well, I shouldn't apologize. Juan's merely doing his job. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Minor typo. All right, 766-1380. Hold on, folks. I want to get this right. Uh, all right, that, that's wrong. Yes. Hold on. Let me retweet. I want to retweet something. Um, yes, I can do the show and uh, be tweeting at the same time. Okay. Will, I want to see if Channel 12 has the footage. Will Leo take the fifth? I had a typo on that. Will Leo take the fifth? Oh, the Mattiello crime family is, uh, so it's their day in front of the grand jury. As I've been telling you, it would be. Will Leo take the fifth? Let me see if Channel 12, Tim White, has anything on this. They've been uh, pretty good about filming some of the people going in and out of the grand jury. And uh, let's see if Channel 12 has their cameras. 
Oh, there it is. Frank Montanaro. Good look at that. Yeah, he's got Kevin Bristow. Okay. Right? Oh, Kevin Bristow's got a walker. Oh, goodness. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Attorney. Who's a... I know Kevin. Kevin Bristow. He had... He had, um... Briss... Doe. Hold on. Briss... Kevin Bristow. With Frank. He had, um... Rosemary Glancy. He had Rosemary Glancy. So there's uh, Montanaro, Captain Goon, showing up. You know, I want to commend Channel 12 for being right there. Look at that. Now, let's see if they have, um, let's see if, if they have uh, Leo Skenyon footage. Where do you see that little rat? So there's uh, Frank Montanaro trying to act calm. His attorney, Kevin Bristow, has a walker. It's like a uh, Harvey Weinstein thing. Let me just show that, everybody. That's, again, Channel 12. They're right there with the camera. I love the fact that they're right there. Oh, he looks at the camera. Look at that goon. So, folks, this guy, see that guy walking by right now? That's Frank Montanaro, Sammy the Bull. He controls a $50 million budget. Frank Montanaro. Buddy with Chief of Staff. He is uh, absolutely the right-hand man, right-hand goon for... For... um, for Speaker Mattiello. So, good. I love that they're out there. That's fantastic. How come Patrick Anderson doesn't have any photos? Where are the journal photos? Just come on, use your, uh, use your phone. God, I was about to make a really good point about... Uh, no, no photos? Why not? Hold on. No photo? No photo? Use your phone. Come on, you're right there. Leo Skenyon is a wreck, by the way. He is absolutely a wreck. No no photo? Use your phone. All right. All right, I'm not trying to direct what someone should be doing. But anyhow, all right, I'm, I am going to get to that. So it's another big day, the grand jury. It's moving very quickly, very, very quickly. And uh, I'm telling you, everything will result in a... Um, Speaker Mattiello being indicted. That's my, I, that, I'm telling you, that's what my information has been. And until I hear something differently, I'm going to stay with that. But let me get back to, and again, folks, uh, good morning. So it is a big day. It's continuing now with this uh, grand jury. Is that Leo Skenyon in the background? Could be. Let me go back. Channel 12 has footage. I can't tell. Let me just double check. I don't know. All right. Well, anyhow, um, I want to just uh, explain something. And again, I apologize, folks. Sometimes when something like that, I want to get the word out. But I saw these numbers last night. And um, let's see. I mean, in the new national poll, which doesn't mean as much. Okay. Bernie Sanders is now at 32 percent. So overnight. ABC News, Washington Post national poll, Sanders 32, Biden 17, Mike Bloomberg 14, Warren 11, 
How about Mayor Pete, since he has confirmed that he is married, 30% of his voters didn't know that he was in a same-sex marriage. Since Rush started talking about it, his numbers have gone down 10 points. A third of the voters for Mayor Pete Buttigieg didn't know that he was in a same-sex marriage. Since it's been, he started talking about it, his numbers have plummeted. Whatever, read anything into that that you want. So just don't kill the messenger here. But here's the point that I want to get to. The conventional wisdom has been or has emerged that Mike Bloomberg has the money and he's the guy that's going to stop Democrat socialist Bernie Sanders, who they don't want to be the nominee. But follow me now. L.A. Times last night, Bernie Sanders takes huge lead in California primary. Findings particularly grim for Biden and Warren, each dropped by 10 points. Now, so Sanders, again, according to the L.A. Times in their poll, Bernie Sanders is now the Public Policy Institute of California. Sanders is at 32 percent. The California primary, which is enormous, which is huge. You get a blank load of delegates if you win that. He's got 32 percent in California right now where uh, Bloomberg is spending a very healthy amount of money on television and ads. Biden is at 14 percent. Warren is at 13 percent. And Bloomberg and Mayor Pete are at 12 percent in the state of California, which is coming up March 3rd. Now, it can change. Don't get me wrong. It can change. But right now, Sanders is in an incredibly commanding position at 32 percent. So another big state for Super Tuesday is Texas. So I went on to the website of the Texas Tribune. This is me. Never mind. This is last night at, at midnight. I'm doing this. Shows you how the life of the independent man is going right now. But anyhow, um, hold on. I don't care. I enjoy it. You know, I think people understand that. No one tells me to do this stuff. I'm not on a deadline to do it. No one is assigning this to me. Juan just does all this on his own. <laughs> it's true. <clears throat> but here's the thing. Now, Texas. Sanders has doubled his support amongst voters in Texas and now leads the race for uh, in Texas. Now, they're also coming up on Super Tuesday. In Texas, it's not as dominant as California. Sanders has support 24% of Democrats, up from 12 in October. He has passed both former Vice President Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren. Um, early voting starts on Tuesday. Super Tuesday is March 3rd. So right now, Sanders is at 24%. Biden is at 22% and declining. Warren is at 15% and declining. And Bloomberg is at 10% and rising. Uh, Pete Buttigieg is at 7%. Amy Klobuchar, 3%. So my point is, as much as they talk about they're going to stop Sanders, and, you know, Governor Amundi, who is obviously on board with Bloomberg, and um, um, as much as it's kind of become the talking points within the Democrat Party right now that Mike Bloomberg is going to be the savior to step in and save the day is something very dramatic would have to happen. Something very, very dramatic 
would have to happen. And and I believe, actually, um, I, I think in order for Bloomberg to truly stop Bernie Sanders, the others, Mayor Pete, Biden, Warren, and Klobuchar would have to exit the race immediately. They are, their existence in the race continues to help Bernie Sanders. Uh, let me say good morning to uh, Mike Murray. There's John Buck. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you. There's Cheryl Ann. Hi there. Hi there, Arthur. Let Sanders win. Yeah, that's right. You know, I agree with that, Arthur. We're going to finally have a referendum on socialism, communism. There's our friend Frank Ritchie, who's so generous. Thank you, Frank, in getting me the sign. You know, Arthur is on to something. And Arthur, thank you for uh, saying that. Because here's where it ties in locally. Uh, Kevin, no one should be without health care allowed to abuse it. No one's arguing with that. Um, uh, no, I didn't get any laughing gas. No, I did. I wish. I love laughing gas. No, they wouldn't give me any. But anyhow, um, here's what I think is very significant, though, is with what's going to happen as Bernie Sanders continues to rise. Now, stay with me now, folks. And again, good morning. It's John DePietro, 401-766-1380. You can email me, john at com. This is very significant. As Bernie Sanders continues to rise, Kevin is not wrong. Arthur saying, let's finally have a discussion of referendum on socialism, on communism. It's been rising. No one's really challenged it. Arthur is exactly on the money. Now, I believe this is and should be and could be a tremendous opportunity for both the Massachusetts and Rhode Island Republican parties. And I'll tell you why. Because... President Trump, as much as there are some people that fight President Trump and he's taken over the party and blah, blah, blah. And I think one of the best examples is in 2018, we had some people running for office and they were lukewarm. There's an attitude around here that people don't fully want to come out and say they support President Trump. Have you noticed that happened in 2018? You have some um, strategists that encourage people don't say you back like Gary Sass I'll just name names he's the best example he works at the Hassenfeld Institute in Bryant uh he's always identified as like a big Republican even though he's not and I know Gary and I like Gary but Gary doesn't understand that that Republican party that he thinks of his the, the you know the John Chafee Republican the John McCain that is gone you know and I welcome the new version of the Republican Party. And people say to me, well, Juan, I thought you had the independent. I, I, you, you know, you try to be independent. And I was independent. But in Rhode Island, I, I don't, no one, you, you, you can't be supportive of Democrats in Rhode Island because of the sheer amount of corruption. The Democrat Party is, is it is the party of corruption. It is the party of takers. It's the party of illegals. It's the party of AOC. It's the party of the squad. It's the party of, you know, Mayoral Lorza. You know, you're, you're asking too much to everything. I could never, I could never support the same candidate as Mayoral Lorza. I couldn't. So my point is, with Bernie Sanders as the nominee, and, and I believe as much as Mike Bloomberg's plan was skip the early states, jump in Super Tuesday, I am, as much as he's rising, I don't think he's rising enough. And I also think there's so there's too many moderates in the race 
and they're, you know, Biden's still there and Mayor Pete is still there and Klobuchar is still there. Or they could argue like, hey, listen, I'm the moderate. Like the, the moderates are fighting amongst themselves. Elizabeth Warren has been decimated. Bernie Sanders, this is going to be, it's going to be Bernie Sanders and somebody. Right now, it looks like Bloomberg. I think Bloomberg is too late. How do you tell, you know, when you hear these people, and I can already hear it, they're trying to say, well, Iowa doesn't count. Bernie Sanders won Iowa. Well, Iowa doesn't count because it's a caucus and it was a mess, blah, blah, blah. Okay, he won New Hampshire. Well, New Hampshire uh, isn't diverse enough. So even though he won New Hampshire, uh, that shouldn't really count. Okay, now they're already saying, well, now this weekend, when he wins Nevada, and he is going to win the Nevada caucus, they're going to say, you know, the caucuses are outdated. So they're going to try to say that doesn't count either. So now, when does it start to count? Right? Does it count? If he wins South Carolina, which he could do, will it count when he wins California, which right now he has a commanding lead in California and it's growing? They are going to try to, these, the Democrat establishment party, stay with me, they're going to try to continually uh, downplay all Sanders victories. And Biden was trying to do that. We got a long way to go. As far as I'm concerned, we're only two states. Well, the, the field's narrowing. Biden's not going to stop him. Uh, Mayor Pete is done. He is. Think of that. Mayor Pete is 30% of his voters didn't know that he was in a same-sex marriage. As soon as he started talking about his husband on stage, his numbers have plummeted. Don't kill the messenger. I'm just reporting fact. That's what happened. And he's still uncomfortable dealing with it. He was uh, doing a town hall meeting saying, well, you know, where does it say in scripture about, listen, I'm just telling you, you know, people get so upset when some people on some of the shows, uh, the you know political talk shows, were trying to say that maybe, maybe certain parts of the country weren't ready for an openly gay president. Uh, when I appeared on Joe Palino's show, he asked me that. And I have to admit, when I, I thought, you know, I don't know how much it plays in. Well, it turns out it does apparently play in. I think we're a little jaded in this part of the country for, for whatever reason. When I, by that, I mean that we think... You know, we're used to it. It shouldn't matter. Right, Cicilline, openly gay member of Congress. Some people would say there's a lot of um, same-sex people that are in political office. But we're talking about ones that are, like, fully out and so forth. Um, How about the actress who was always with Cory Booker and people couldn't figure it out. And now she's come out that apparently she is gay. So Cory Booker, never been married, single guy. He's with this good-looking actress who now all of a sudden that the campaign is over, she's admitting she's actually a member of the LBGT community. So anyhow, but my point is this could be a pivotal opportunity for the Republican Party to rebrand itself, rebuild itself, and finally start to make some headway. But it has to, you know, you, you can't discount what happened with President Trump and NASCAR. You can't discount that there are many people, they may not be, quote, you know, fully in on board with the Republican Party. But they are far more akin to agree with President Trump than with Bernie Sanders. If Bernie Sanders is fully exposed what he truly believes, what their programs would be, there's no way he wins. Absolutely no way. And the Trump people would love him to be the candidate. But I look at this as this could be a tremendous opportunity for people like Susie Yankee, the Republican parties of Rhode Island and Mass, 
to finally get some of these, quote, moderate Dems and say, you know, maybe it's new for you. Maybe you're uncomfortable with it. Maybe you never thought you'd vote Republican. But the question is, President Trump, the Republican Party is basically what's left of America. If you're listening right now and, and, and the Demo- there's so many union members that are Democrats and there's so many people that tell me, you know, I vote Democrat, but I do support President Trump. This election could end up being truly a battle of what is America all about. Because we, as I've talked, we do see some states that are starting to become like socialist countries. And California is a good example of that. You know, everyone, I mean, I love Los Angeles. I love San Francisco. I love San Diego. I, I do. I'm a, I really like the West Coast. However, you can't ignore what's going on there where they're having large amounts of people that are in outside of San Francisco and Silicon Valley and L.A. that are they're living in tents. They don't want to work. They're getting all services for free. They're just deciding, you know, uh, it's not great. I, I live in a tent and I have to go to the soup kitchen to eat and food pantry, get my meals. But it's better than working for a living. We, we have people that are starting to live the way they live in Cuba or in, uh, in Venezuela. It's starting to happen in states, not the entire country. Now, I don't think it's positive. I don't think it's good. And at some point, you know, California is going to break with the amount of people like because it's draining on the system beyond belief. L.A. now has over 50,000 homeless people. You go online outside of San Francisco, there's there's homeless camps as far as the eye can see. These are all able body, many of them young men, white young men who are just choosing not to work. A lot of them either didn't go to college or they dropped out of college or they've graduated or they didn't finish college. But a lot of young men, 18 to 28, and they're just, you know, they party all day and they get money to get high and they drink. And it's it's like they just have no interest in entering the workforce. And they're young, so they're, you know, relatively healthy. And they just feel like, whatever, I live in a camp. And it's a party every day, and we party at night. And then you get up, and you go somewhere, and you take a free shower. And there's somebody there that comes around on two days a week. And it's a, you know, a dentist or an eye doctor, and it's all for free. And, and, and parts of it, I mean, they're falling into that. What's going to happen if somebody turns 30 years old, and they, the last time they had a job, they never had a job. Or the last time they had a job was they were you know, 17 years old working at a McDonald's. And they've just kind of been hanging around the past few years. Do you think that person now is motivated to go, move out of the tent, start getting up for work every day? My point is, as much as people like Gary Sass and Mitt Romney, right, and Bill Weld and some others are anti-Trump and saying we need, and, you know, we need to get back to the Republican Party, I think they're missing the boat because the independent voters— And I think there's even Democrat voters. They are not, I don't believe, they're not on board with Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, Senator Sanders, could end up being the absolute best thing for the Republican Party. And I mean everywhere. But certainly, you have to look locally. And if I were Sue Sienke and some of the other Republicans, I would grab on to some of these people and say, run as an independent. You know, you can run as a Republican or you could run as an independent. 
but don't run as a Dem. Or if you want to run as a Dem, you have to ask yourself, are you really on board with, they, they are socialists. Senator Sanders is a communist. They, there's, there's no one listening to me. There's no way if you're a business person, you are in favor of Sanders becoming the president because the economy would collapse. Taxes would go through the roof. Um, it would be a disaster of epic proportion. It can't happen. If you're a business owner, you wouldn't be able to find workers because you go out to California with all of those young people hanging around. You still have help wanted signs in a lot of the you know smaller businesses of the minimum wage jobs. And they keep raising the minimum wage. But they weigh it of, I can lay here in my tent. In some of these tent cities, if you've ever seen the film, I mean, it would kind of be like if just off of um, 95, when you get into like West Greenwich and you go into the southern part of the state, right? Like um, some of those areas uh, go into Exeter, Exeter or uh, West Greenwich or farther south, Hopkinton. And imagine if you just started to see, as far as you can see, you just see tents. Now, around here, because of the wintertime, we don't have that. But the problem is a lot of the small businesses there with all those young workers, right, 23, 24-year-old guys that are living in these tents with these makeshift campgrounds, um, to try to convince them to come into work when they feel all their needs are being met, right? They, they have some kind of money, some source of money, or... They get an ABT card, so they get some kind of food, but they have shelter, and they have the freedom, but they're not working, and their self-worth goes down. And when they weigh, I guess I could work for you, or I could hang out and basically make the same amount of money, it's a problem. Bernie Sanders would be a disaster for the country, but this is an opportunity. You know, you can't ignore, I feel, you can't ignore those Trump rallies. You can't ignore... What happened with NASCAR over the weekend? That was tremendous. Now, you could say, well, come on, that's that's that the crowd. Bernie Sanders, this is a pivotal moment. I believe this could be a pivotal moment in the country, definitely for the Democrat Party. But more importantly, this is I view this as an opportunity. But the Republican Party, people like Susiank and others, they should be embracing President Trump, not listening to Gary Sass was telling someone running for office, don't say that you support President Trump. Don't say that. So what does the person do? They do an interview. Do you support the president? Well, I don't really like his tweeting and blah, blah, blah. And so they try to like arm's length, right? Instead of like, you know what? He's a leader. He's doing the right things. He's doing the right things for the country. And yes, you know, he's got my support. I mean, why not? Why not go all in? Because there's more people that are all in with the president. And Sanders, forget about it. I, I just don't, I don't think they're going to stop him. I don't. And I'm not saying I want them to stop him. I mean, as much as I'd like to see, Bloomberg is going to underestimate tonight. Now, as much as he's going to be in this debate tonight, former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg. My experience has been, you need to do a couple of these. You can't practice. You need to do a couple of these to really get in your groove and get comfortable again. Um, if you haven't done them, and he hasn't done them. I don't know the last time. I don't know if there was some kind of a, I would imagine there was some kind of debate when he was the mayor of New York. But Bernie's been debating. 
Bernie's been nonstop. He's going to be like on his A game. And there's going to be all arrows, bullets and arrows, and all flying in Bloomberg's direction tonight. He is, uh, he's stiff. He talks like a CEO. Michael Bloomberg talks like someone that has all the answers. Because you know what? When he get up, gets on the stage and he's talking about his business or talking about success and things like that, he does have all the answers. He does. That's why he's worth, you know, $60 billion. But I, I'm just, if you look at these polls... I think the media could be missing a bigger story here, which is that 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 Bernie Sanders, Senator Sanders train. I don't know if they're going to stop it. Sanders comes out. He wins Nevada this weekend, which I think he will. And then he is gaining in South Carolina. You know what? Right now, before I go to the break and again, folks, you can call in. I'm fascinated by it, obviously. 766-1380. Let me check. South Carolina. Um, hold on. South Carolina polls. I just, I, I don't know what the answer is. Uh, let me see what pops up. Okay. Well, now this is really interesting. Wow. Biden-Sanders tied for first place in South Carolina poll. Oh, boy. Well, that answers that. He's ready to run the table here. Whew. Man, oh, man. Former Vice President Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders are running neck and neck in South Carolina. You know, this billionaire activist Tom Steyer, not far behind. He, he's going to fall. He's been running a lot of ads there. That's just a name recognition. I don't even know what that guy stands for. Uh, Biden and Sanders are tied at 23. Steyer is in second place at 20. He will go down and Biden will go down. One other candidate, Mayor Pete, is in double digits, 15%. But he's not going any higher than that, not in South Carolina. Bernie, will his numbers will go up. Do you see what's happening here? Whew. He is about to run the table. He is going to, I didn't realize it was that, for some reason, they kept saying that Biden was uh, way ahead in South Carolina. Hardly. Imagine that. The media got it wrong. Well, if that's the case, then there's no way uh, Sanders is not going to be stopped. I, I think as much as Bloomberg, you know, when Deval Patrick, oh, oh boy, look at this. Montanaro emerges after testifying. Whoa. That means he took the fifth. Whoa. Wow. He took the fifth. Well, he just got in there. Answer, no doing. I don't believe that. Wow. WPRI. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, Montanaro in and out. They're taking the fifth. Wow. Hold on. I got to tweet this, folks. I'm sorry. Uh, Won't testify. Won't discuss. He just got in there. Uh... Here we go. Both 
taking the fifth. Wow. Oh, I see. Understood. Whoa. Well, that's major. That is obviously major. All right, we're going to get to that. 766-1380. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe is going to join me. Uh, Frank Montanaro. Nobody gets in and out of the grand jury that quickly. No way. Folks, I want to remind you about Gilmore Furniture. Right now, month of February, at Gilmore Furniture, Post Road in Warwick, their President's Day sale is going on at Gilmore Furniture. Stop it and see them. Located Post Road in Warwick. Call Steve at Gilmore Furniture, 737 0100 737-0100. Everything is on sale at Gilmore Furniture. Free delivery for this month. Also up to five years, no interest. Now, what about your home? How about check out at Gilmore Furniture? They have brand new, beautiful living room sets or recliners. Or how about a new mattress? And they have the double-sided mattress. You get double the life. American-made, great service. Gilmore Furniture. Remember, up to five years to pay no interest, Gilmore Furniture. Stop it and see Steve. Drive right up to the front door. Walk in. And what are you going to see? A beautiful store full of living rooms, recliners, and mattresses. Gilmore Furniture, Post Road in Warwick. All right, 766-1380. Let's go to your phone, uh, phone calls. Good morning. You're up on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Well, good morning, Mr. John. How are you, sir? Very well, Steve. Boy, what a busy news day already. John, it's unbelievable. You know something? I am going to get my popcorn, and I am going to watch this debate from start to finish because I'll tell you what, my friend, I've got a feeling that Mayor Bloomberg is going to clean Bernie's clock tonight. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely, John. I'll tell you what. um, All of Bernie's programs, policies will not fly in the in, in the U, in the U.S. economy, and I'll tell you what, Bloomberg coming from business, he is going to make Bernie Sanders look like a total fool tonight. Well, I want to see that. You know, I've been um, following the coverage of it. I'm curious about it, obviously, but I I'm not convinced that he's his competition, though, because in order to take on Sanders. The first thing that Bloomberg has to do is clear the field of the moderates. You know, keep in mind, Joe Biden is is still, uh, you know, is still in there. And uh, well, and Biden yeah, is still it, it, doing it, it, well it, it, in Nevada and South Carolina. So the question is, who does Bloomberg view as his competition? Is it Mayor Pete and Amy Klobuchar? And is it Joe Biden? Or right now, is it Bernie Sanders? It's actually Bernie Sanders. He's not going to go after Biden. Biden, Biden, um, Biden, um, Mayor Pete and Klobuchar, they're, they're gone. They're gone, John. You know, um, it's uh, it, not only that, a Warren's gone, too. So this is going to come down to a, a two-person debate. It's going to come down to Bernie Sanders and Mayor, Blue, Mayor Bloomberg. And I'll tell you what, he is going to eat him for lunch. You, you know Bloomberg's past. You know, you know his financial... Um, you know, his financial dealings and things like that. He is going to dissect every one of Bernie Sanders' plans. And I'll tell you what, uh, it's just my feeling he is going to make Bernie Sanders look like a blithering idiot. Well, now that's, hold on. And let me just go through. These are the poll numbers right now in Nevada. Sanders holds a 19-point lead in Nevada. He's at 35%. 
Elizabeth Warren, Mayor Pete, and Biden are at 16%, 15 and 14. Klobuchar's at 9%. Um, I'm not trying to be, um, well, l- let me just explain. I'll tell you why I disagree with you. Okay. Is say what you want about Sanders. He is actually what I have seen. He seems to be a pretty effective debater. He has his lines down. He will have some lines ready for Bloomberg. See, I believe Bloomberg will be the one that's under attack. So far, Bernie Sanders, he has an agreement with Elizabeth Warren where they don't attack each other. And as much as Mayor Pete and some of the others have been throwing jabs at Sanders, I think Bloomberg's going to get it from all angles. Because if you're Mayor Pete, Bloomberg is taking your thunder away. If you're Amy Klobuchar or Biden, it's, it's Bloomberg coming up that's kind of taken away your, your thunder. There's no, one, there's no one saying, should I vote for going ahead now? Should I vote for Biden? or you know, if, if, if Biden's numbers are going down, which they are, it's because of Bloomberg. I, I, I'm not convinced. I want to see Mike Bloomberg, who, who, who we really haven't seen debate. I think the last time he probably debated was a New York City debate. And that was probably close to eight years ago, maybe. Um, I, I, I don't I'm not convinced he's going to be ready for this. This this could be, you know, this. I, I don't know about that. I, you think cleans his clock. Sanders is been pretty effective in these debates with his stands. I don't agree with them, but eat his lunch and clean his clock. I That I want to see if that's going to happen. Well, I'll tell you what, John. Uh, I saw a poll I think it was last night or the day before that where Bloomberg was basically right in back of Bernie Sanders. That's true. But you those, are, those so, are national polls and I just don't think they matter because what's happening is the delegate count in the, in the various states you know, a, a number that they're all looking at that's very concerning is going to be Bernie Sanders taking California. And he has a sizable lead in California. That's a huge number of delegates. You know, remember, they're, they're doing the math to try to get a certain delegate count. I, I'm starting to think that he may run away with this whole thing. He is, if he went, he's going to win Nevada this Saturday. And I just read he's tied in South Carolina. Every time you win, your numbers bounce up. Every time you win, the money keeps pouring in. Um, it becomes contagious. I, I, I'm starting to wonder if there, if the Bloomberg strategy to wait until Super Tuesday will prove that maybe that wasn't the right strategy to to take. I, I don't. We don't know yet. But Sanders is just. I, I don't see anyone slowing him down right now. He's at his peak. Well, I'll tell you what, John. You know they're going to go after him for some of his past comments. Um, I mean, he had some ghosts in the closet. Um, that they're going to totally bring out tonight. You know, I mean, I, I've heard them. Now, let me just, let's be honest now. And I see these Trump people posting this. The stop and frisk policy, does that really bother you, what they, the New York City police were doing? Absolutely not, John. No, it doesn't bother absolutely me either. Not. Some of the other stuff, what what are the comments he made that, that upset you? Some or you, or you're saying it's going to come back to haunt him. Let me, let me pose well, it that way. Some of the other comments that he made was regarding blacks. I mean, when he was when he was stating that um, you know some blacks don't have the aptitude, you know, for, for uh, you know hanging on to a job or or things like that. I mean, John, those those comments are going to come out tonight. You know what I mean? Where he was stating that you know if um, you know, if, if a person gets arrested, um, there's like an eighty percent chance that it's going to be a black a black person 
between 15 and 25. Well, that was stop I mean, and frisk, but that that was that wasn't him. That was the New York City Police Department. That was Ray Kelly, and those were their statistics. The sections of New York City that he was talking about, those numbers were accurate. Those were there were gang members that they knew had a gun and they were on their way to shoot someone. What's wrong with the police stopping them and frisking them and taking the gun away? I mean, that, that was effective police work. I, see, I refuse, I refuse to be told that that was the wrong policy. I, 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 I refuse to believe it. There's no way. That was effective policing. That was, that was dealing with, with numbers and reality. That's what that was. And, and I find it, I, I just have a problem with these people that are now starting to knock that. I, there's nothing to apologize for. That they cut John, down the crime rate. I absolutely agree with you with that, but a lot to a lot of Democrats, those aren't the statistics. Okay, that well they now you're getting hear. somewhere, and especially the Bernie people, especially yeah, the Bernie exactly. people. You're right, you're right. You know, Bloomberg, Steve. It seems to be his line that has helped him is I'm the guy that can beat Donald Trump. But the problem is. I'm starting to see that that really rings hollow if he can't beat Bernie Sanders. Because if you're Bernie Sanders and you keep winning these contests, then, who, you know, Mike Bloomberg, yeah, but I'm the guy that could beat Trump. I, I'm, I'm starting to think this thing has gotten away. I'm telling you. Now, we'll see tonight. Steve, thank you. I'm very anxious to hear your thoughts. And again, folks, that debate is tonight at 9 o'clock. Hey, I want to remind you folks about J.K.L. Engineering. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering. Estimates are free. Financing available. How is your heating system? Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. And they do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call J.K.L. Engineering at 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering. Big day. Mattiello staff going in front of the grand jury. Montanaro arrived and left. That tells me he took the fifth. He took the fifth in front of the grand jury. There's no way he was in and out that quickly answering all the questions. No way, no how. You had other witnesses in front of the grand jury for more than four hours. We're to believe Frank Montanaro uh, was in and out in, in 10 minutes. And he's claiming he's a, he's a liar. He is a fat pathological liar. All right. Matty Yellow Crime Family. A lot more ahead on the John DePietro Show. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. you got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321- 2799 or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Well, folks, remember the heating, we still have a long way to go with uh, this winter. Call Henry Oil today. They want to be your uh, oil provider, Henry Oil. Give them a call at 401 
401-521-0200. Henry Oil. They do it all. Full service fuel company, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery. Call Carmine and Lori at Henry Oil today. Oil burner service and installation, automatic delivery, budget plans, lock and cap pricing. Call Henry Oil at 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred, serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today at 401-521-0200, for Henry Oil. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, uh, Wolf Buto of uh, Channel 12 caught up with uh, Frank Montanaro outside of the grand jury. I have not heard this. I want to hear what he uh, has to say. After going in there. Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, I testified as a witness to the grand jury. Uh, I do respect the grand jury process. I can't tell you what the questions that they talked about. What I can tell you is I answered the grand, uh, the grand jury all their questions. I can answer all their questions truthfully and um, honestly, and I saw no wrongdoing with this matter, and I was concluded and and walked out the door. Did you take the fifth? Frank, after going in there? Hi, guys. Uh, Yeah, I testified as a witness to the grand jury. Uh, I do respect the grand jury process. I can't tell you what the questions that they talked about. Why not? What I can tell you is I answered the grand uh, the grand jury all their questions. Uh, I can answer all their questions truthfully and um, honestly. And I saw no wrongdoing with this matter. All right. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe is going to uh, join me, uh, folks, coming up next hour. Stay with us. We have a lot more to go. Uh, it is grand jury day. Let's see what happens with uh, when Leo Skenyon comes out of there. Leo, little Leo. Folks, it's Sean DePietro. A lot more ahead. We're going to break for the 12 o'clock news. Dan McGowan coming up on the other side. WNRI and W236CW in socket. 1380.